The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1515 today. We're going to start talking about the solo novelization before it comes out because some excerpts have been released that shed new light on the movie itself and parts we didn't get to see and characters that we wondered about. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this show. Whether you're a subscriber on any of the number of places you can catch this show, whether you're a patron supporter of the podcast, thank you so much for being a part of it. And right now we're going to be talking about Solo, A Star Wars Story, the novel. The novelization by Mer Lafferty comes out next week, but some excerpts have been released already and they give us some insight into the movie itself and into things that happened sort of behind the scenes, if you will. We don't yet know if some of these things are going to make it into the deleted scenes when the movie is released on digital on September 14th and Blu-ray on September 25th, but we can keep our fingers crossed and hoped. This one, at least part of it, sounds like it ought to be pretty fun. So one of the excerpts that's been released so far has to do with the military tribunal that Han went through where he was kicked out of the Flight Academy and reassigned to the infantry on Mimban. And in typical Han Solo fashion, he's trying to do something good, and of course he's breaking the rules to do something good, and unfortunately it goes horribly awry in its way, and he pays the price as a result. So it turns out that he was in a group called Onyx Squadron, so that was the name of his squadron while he was flying around for the Empire, and it doesn't sound like this was a training mission, it sounds like this was actually a live fire, like, oh my gosh, they're being really thrown into the fray, this wasn't a simulation or anything like that, no, these... Cadets were out dealing with headhunters, which you presume to be Z-95 headhunters, or at least I would presume that would be the case. They were just referred to as headhunters in the excerpt from the novelization. And he is Onyx 9, so yeah, he's way down in the call sign spectrum. And apparently a couple of headhunters had flanked a friend of his who was flying Onyx 2. He wasn't necessarily getting along with everybody in the Onyx squadron, but Onyx 2 was somebody who he actually had developed a decent relationship with. That character is Latendri, and he is one of an increasingly smaller number of people with whom Han is associating because basically Han's reputation is starting to get around and people are realizing that, oh, maybe we shouldn't be associating too closely with Han if we want to see our careers advance. Anyway, so the action in the scene has to do with Latan being pursued by headhunters and Han breaks formation in order to try to save his friend. And of course, he's getting yelled at by the head of the squadron for breaking formation. And he doesn't understand why they have to fly in formation anyway. But of course, he actually does help save his friend. But one of the ships that had been pursuing his friend turns and starts chasing him. 
and he goes, oh, now I know why we're flying in formation. So that way he has some sort of protection. And unfortunately, he gets shot down. He makes it back into the docking bay, but he manages to damage his ship pretty darn well and also slams into a couple of other TIE fighters in the process. And so that's what he ultimately gets thrown out of the academy for, the flight academy. He has to face a military tribunal and there's a great scene where he's trying to remember what the rankings and the uniforms mean and he can't even remember it. And there's a Commodore and he thinks that it's a moth and he says moth and then he corrects himself saying sir moth and he, he's busted for being smart alecky and he's actually not trying to be smart alecky but I guess it comes off like that or at least he's developed the reputation of being a smart aleck and so unfortunately this incident happens to be the last straw and it's when he is kicked out of the flat academy and reassigned to the infantry and he says well that could have been worse because he thought he was getting kicked out of the empire altogether and he says you know when will i get to fly again and the commodore is like oh we'll have you flying again in no time and presumably that means that he's going to be on a ship to Mimban and you know not flying in the sense that Han feels it but flying in the sense that oh we're flying you far away out of here and as fast as possible. Now I'm going to take a quick break and when I come back we'll talk about a couple of additional little details in this excerpt as well as the appearance of two characters who were teased for the actual movie but who never made it onto the screen. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser. Have you ever wanted to take a land speeder for a spin or maybe even the Millennium Falcon itself? Well, here's the next best thing. You can make your own custom Solo A Star Wars Story inspired Nissan with the Best in Galaxy Customizer. Just go to SW7x7.com custom to customize and share your own Star Wars inspired vehicle. And don't forget, Solo A Star Wars Story is coming home on digital September 14th, Blu-ray September 25th, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. So, a couple of other little details that are worth knowing. First of all, Han is being described as flying an infiltrator. That is the name of the ship that he is flying, but they don't say a TIE infiltrator, a Sith infiltrator. Of course, it wouldn't be a Sith infiltrator, right? Because, you know, the Empire. But for what it's worth, the only time we have a reference for an infiltrator as a type of ship is the Sith infiltrator flown by Darth Maul, the Scimitar by name in The Phantom Menace. So it's going to be really interesting to find out more about this particular class of ship that he is flying, the Infiltrator, because yeah, it maybe it's a mass-produced version of that famous Darth Maul ship or not. Maybe it's going to be something else entirely. It's going to be really interesting to see. It also has some kind of droid. It's described as the ship's intelligence and the designation MGK-300 is what's given to it. And Han, of course, has no time for it whatsoever and at one point actually shuts the thing down because after he's been hit, it's advising him to eject and he's like, no, I'm not going to eject. I can make it and he can fly a lot better with the thing yammering at him, of course. And as far as the two characters that were going to appear in Solo A Star Wars Story but never did, well, that would be Tag and Bink, who were the characters invented by Kevin Rubio, he of Star Wars Troops fame, one of the first fan films to gather 
critical acclaim, and we actually talked about Troops not too long ago when we were talking about the Fan Awards on an earlier episode of the podcast. Well, Tag and Bink show up at this military tribunal. There are a couple of Imperial officers that are helping out with the camera footage that's being shown of Han's debacle and the Commodore saying, what are we seeing here? And Tag and Bink are the ones getting the footage set up and screened. And Han says that, you know, he was trying to make friends wherever he could, but that Tag and Bink were colossal screw-ups and likely to get him killed, so he was actually kind of distancing himself from Tag and Bink, and yet, in this particular instance, they might have been the nearest thing to friends in the room that he could have had, even though it didn't seem like they wanted any part of him in this particular situation either. And so that is how Han got himself kicked out of the Flight Academy for having a mind of his own and how he wound up in the infantry on Mimbam when we saw him again in Solo, A Star Wars Story, three years after his escape from Corellia. And that is going to do it for this episode. And if you do not yet subscribe to the show, then by all means, please do wherever you happen to like catching it. And if you are not yet a supporter of the show, then please do consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7X7. And put a tip in the metaphorical tip jar, if you please. And... It just remains for me to say thank you so much for enjoying the show, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.